Hello, it's a cold season this July, but I pray that this topic will somewhat warm our hearts, stir up our hearts. We're talking about the title of this video, bottom of the screen, the cross-shaped life. We started this conversation in our last video. So for those who are joining us for the first time now, you can make reference to the first video. The cross-shaped life in summary is vertical and horizontal. Vertically, we're talking about relating well with God. Horizontally, we're talking about relating well with others. And we see the cross-shaped life as a high priority for God's people. At least God desires us not just to relate well with Him, He also wants us to relate well with others. And the uh, reverse is true. We see it in the law, the Torah, we see it in the prophets. And just as we consider the prophets today, let me start off uh, by painting a scenario for you. If you, who is a father or a mother, if you were to have this kind of incidents, what would be going through your mind? Someone comes to you and says, I really care for you. I love you. I, I want to celebrate you. I, I value you. And they, and they do that by celebrating your birthday, words of affirmation, spending time with you. This is a friend. But then they say to you, I really don't care about your child. In fact, I do not like your child. I dislike your child. I am indifferent to your child. What would be going through your mind? How would you feel? As, as one who is... Um, learning the ropes in this fatherhood thing, I can say that I would be very disappointed with that friend. I would be very angry with that friend. I would call out their hypocrisy and I would say, how can you claim to care for me? How can you claim to love me? Yet my little one, who is my daughter, is someone that you are indifferent towards. And if that is a scenario that disturbs you, then you will resonate with what God says in the book of Isaiah chapter 58. Isaiah chapter 58 gives us such a scenario where God as father is concerned about how his children are being, are being treated. And this is recorded in Isaiah 58, the first four verses. It's it's one of those very sobering passages. Cry out loudly. Don't hold back. Raise your voice like a trumpet. Tell my people their transgression and the house of Jacob their sins. If I was just to pause there, if you've never read this scripture before, most likely you'd think, wow, hmm, these sins, these transgressions, the people who have been talked about here, they must be really sinning badly in order for God to say, cry out loudly, bring the trumpet. In other words, I don't want you uh, to whisper about this. I want you to make a big deal about this. I want you to put it in capital letters, caps lock. I want you to uh, sort of call an emergency status, send a high priority email is what I'm understanding this to be. This is not something to be uh, relegated to the spam folder in the inbox. This is not something to be uh, sent in another part of the inbox. This is something that is urgent and important. 
Small wonder God says, cry out loudly. But then he goes on to say in verse 2, listen to this, which is the contradiction. They seek me day after day and delight to know my ways, like a nation that does what is right and does not abandon the justice of their God. They ask me for righteous judgments. They delight in the nearness of God. This is why I'm saying this is a contradiction. Vertically, the nation of Israel is doing well. They are seeking God. Is it on occasion? No. Is it festival uh, upon festival? No. It is day after day. These are guys who have a daily walk with God. In our day and age, they would be practicing quiet time. They would be having personal devotions. They would be having a vibrant relationship with God. And then God goes on to say, they delight to know my ways. Friends, one of the ways you can know someone's heart, someone's uh, life is what they delight in. Augustine put it this way. Do you want to know someone? Ask them what they love. That's a paraphrase. If you really want to know someone, ask them what they love. And it seems here that these people want to know God's ways. They delight in God's ways. But all is not well. They are not living a life that is cross-shaped. They are not living a life of integrity. They are disintegrated. And the disintegration is the vertical is great, but the horizontal is out of joint. And could that be where you find yourself today as you, as you listen and watch this video? I'd like us to have a conversation in this mini-series on the cross-shaped life. Let's keep tracking and see how they were out of joint in terms of the horizontal. The Bible says in verse 4 that you fast with contention and strife to strike viciously with your feast. You cannot fast as you do today, hoping to make your voice heard on high. You cannot fast as you do today. You cannot engage this way as you do today, hoping to make your voice heard on high if you don't address this, if you do not address the horizontal. And the horizontal here is, verse 3 tells us, they are oppressing their workers. Verse 4 tells us, they are engaging in fasting, but on this other side, their relationships are disintegrating, they are falling apart, there's contention, there's strife, there's no sense of reconciliation. They are engaging in violence. And friends, this is a picture of that uh, analogy I shared earlier. If someone says to me that I love you, but they do not care for the one who is called by my name, they do not care for my child, well, that poses a big, big challenge. And God is calling the nation of Israel to order. He's calling them to consider their ways. And I believe he's calling us as well to consider ways in which we are out of joint, where perhaps our vertical is going great. We are seeking the Lord. We are, we are calling on his name. My big question, my big challenge to us is, what about the horizontal? Are we caring 
for our workers? Are we oppressing our workers? If you have someone who works for you, do you give them time? Do you give them a day off? Do you allow them to rest? Do you allow them to replenish, to rejuvenate? Uh, do you engage in, in, in contention and strife and it remains unresolved? It remains uh, without any sense of reconciliation. These are the things I hear God challenging us, calling us to consider so that our vertical will be great and our horizontal will not be out of joint. What do you think about this? I'd really like to hear. I'd really like to engage in a dialogue with you. Send me your questions or comments. Tell me where you've seen this in our day and age, in our society, where you've seen a sense of disjoint between the vertical and the horizontal. Let's get talking. And if this has been a blessing to you, you can go ahead and uh, share with someone. Thank you for watching. Thank you.